Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. We try and pop in. Yeah, we just sort of... What, pop? Because remember back in the old day, (laughs) when we were still green in the game? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we we just come in like... (laughs) (laughs) We'll come in another episode, but we had had the tune. Yeah, yeah, it sort of helped along. Yeah, it definitely makes a difference. But maybe we're just mature now. Episode 14 of the Joe Squared Podcast, Flavors Weekly. The last episode was uh, scatty and late, but yeah, it was my favourite. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. <laughs> you have to listen to your own stuff back if you can't be your own fan, who who will be, you know? You can't like support that. yourself. You can't love yourself, who will? Ooh, that's, what, like that. that's what I've been told. That's Sean Paul. Shanapal, <laughs> Blue Cantra. Um We're coming back fresh, and we're coming back with uh, with some notes this time. Notes, yeah. So I plan. can see we've got a shared document um, that you guys can't see, but we can. Podcast thirteen. There was fifteen words in. The it was a heatwave episode. I, I am eager to to get this one off to a better start. You know? yeah, and I so think we're, we're already we're, we're already, already equipped ourselves. <laughs> So uh, I watched a few things. What have you watched in the last sort of week? Anything? I've watched Last Chance You, uh, which is a show about sort of, it's kind of about American football, but it's more about people escaping uh, sort of bad backgrounds and bettering themselves through sport. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's about people that go to a community college. This this season, the last two have been... uh, Independence Community College in Kansas. It's about these young men who, who have not, who ha- haven't been the best behaved through their education and haven't been going to class, but they are killers on the American football field. And then it's about their journey to hopefully being signed by a better college. Sick. It's a. Uh, I recommend it. It's the sort of. Um, you don't have to care about American football to to, to yeah. actually get involved in it. And that's what I was about to say. The best sort of sports movies are about American football. 100%. Um, yeah, I watched the documentary. I can't remember what it was called. Maybe The Untouchables. or something. I can't remember what it was. But a more well-off family. Or the coach took in this black guy. Big The Blind Side. Maybe, it's maybe. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah, but it's but the true story of oh. that, the, docume- the documentary say, of yeah, that. That's not a documentary. No, but the documentary of that story, <laughs> oh, I believe so. Okay. And they, they take this guy in who's like not doing so well at school because of his background is he lives with his grandma and like all of his brothers and sisters. it's just not a place to do work basically so they took him in because he was so good at football but to get the scholarship you have to get like a c yeah so so he was living with the coach for a bit i don't know it's just some of the best stories and then there was that uh that disney film with uh denzel well, washington Remember the Titans? Remember the Titans. There's been a few. There's been uh, Any Given Sunday where Al Pacino plays a coach. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Life is like a game of inches. (laughs) That's the the speech. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, Uh, And then you've got... uh, Do you ever see the one? It was Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Uh, It was about the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. Uh, And there's a true story where... He was like working in a bar or something. Yeah, and and then they did tryouts... Which it yeah. actually happened. It's called Invincible. The Invincible. Invincible. Uh, and then, yeah, just everyone from, from Philly could try out. But it was yeah. like a gimmick. They weren't expecting to sign anyone. And he got signed. And he signed. Not Mark Wahlberg, but... Mark Wahlberg's an athlete, though. <laughs> Did you see... So, uh, The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> yeah, yeah. was in the UK. Uh, Did he say something about Boris Johnson? About Bojo, yeah. So, so, so he was here promoting that Hobbs Shaw film. Yeah, yeah. And he said, because they've got the same surname, Boris and, and The Rock. Oh, yes. Uh, and then he's, he's made like some sort of offhanded remark or like a tweet yeah. saying uh, about how they're related and yeah. they, they almost look the same. Then it's he like got a joke. S- yeah, he got slashed. Like, yeah, slated. people came at him. No, he's so he's saying, deleted it since. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then he said, uh, thanks to all the people in Great Britain for keeping me uh, informed. But yeah, as you were saying. The American football thing, yeah, I might give it a watch, Last Chance You. Because, yeah, I like those things sort of where when people are showing compassion in order to get, like, teenagers yeah. or young adults to do the best that they can. You're saying this guy's, like, smoking weed and shit. And it's yeah. like, bro, why are you doing that? And and hanging out with people who, I don't know, maybe it could be they could be seen to not have as bright a future 
yeah, he yeah. could have. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's and just it's like, just, bro, man. And then, and then, like, it's very well done in that, so that all of them will, will go to, like, sort of a counsellor. Okay. Uh, sort of, but more of an academic counsellor. Yeah, yeah. Sort of keep them in line. And it, they always seem to just have really good talkers. Like, like the coach is always, like, a yeah. charismatic person. That's and the it's thing. Just, it all comes together. Yeah, no, it and does. It forms a great documentary show, or show, show yeah, yeah yeah drama it has its own drama it has yeah. its own leading characters yeah yeah i don't know arc. what it is because yeah, no, yeah. it follows them throughout the season season exactly so yeah i've been watching <laughs> um a glass blowing show called blown away you're gonna have to sell this to me because <laughs> i'm the so <laughs> basically my um love of glass blowing began in venice when i went to venice one time we got a, we got a ferry over to this place it's like a mini sort of island just off venice i was like why are we going here? anyway we turned up here i ended up being at the front of this sort of glass blowing exhibition but it wasn't an exhibition it was just a guy blowing some yeah. glass was there a, was when there a you market see it sort of yeah yeah it's like a market but apparently these are old school like venetian style of blowing glass is apparently the most ancient one or the most sort of revered one mm. so we got there and this guy just did it? I didn't know how it was made. Like before, I'd never even thought about how glass was made. The way they pinch it with certain tools and pull it into mm. what they want it to be. Oh, dude, it's remarkable. Anyway, it's a competition. There's ten glass blowers. They're all they're, they're quirky, isn't it? They're quirky. They're quirky. You can't be an average Joe and be a glass blower. It seems as though you gotta have a little edge. Eccentric. Like chefs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they say some outlandish stuff. But anyway, it's just it's interesting because it's like um, it's the same concept as uh, the Bake Off. The 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 experts come in and say, look, we want you to do this type of thing this week, and then just to see how they, first of all, uh, imagine it on on like uh, sketching it, and then how they pull it off, like so sort of realistically or not or just conceptually or doing like sculptures is sick is sick and, and then, then people get then, knocked uh, out like, each oh week yeah, yeah, and then the the delicacy like the the, the amount of the, how delicate you have to be to handle this stuff is insane so the tension is built in you because you don't want them to drop it but they they sometimes like drop the glass that they've been doing and when you're watching it you're like be careful why isn't there the, why isn't the assistant like have his hands underneath <laughs> this thing because they touch the thing and it just goes boof you see their faces but isn't like, it extremely hot yeah so hot but they have these fucking oh, massive the crazy gloves. gloves yeah yeah they got yeah. this insane gloves but anyway yeah it's definitely a good one i've got two more episodes to watch find out who's the winner it's definitely a good show and it's like 20 minutes long. It's not, it's not like sort of in-depth, but yeah, it's a good watch. I'd watch it. Does it explain uh, the finer points of Glassbone? Yeah, yeah. So exactly like every episode when they're doing something technical, it comes up with like a line Ooh, about nice. it or they'll be expe- the ex- experts will be explaining it whilst watching them. And at the start, it tells you exactly like it's 2000 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. The heat it has to be and it's made from sand and stuff. And then it mentioned something about sand running out. Have you heard about that? Sand running out of in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sand. yeah, yeah. People we've got sand too- shortage. Yeah, there's like yeah, yeah. There's a sand shortage in the world because of buildings and stuff, and people are taking it from beaches. And these stupid glass shows. <laughs> yeah, gee. <laughs> we need buildings <laughs> more than we need shows. No, we don't, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do not. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there should be. A glass show for every building put up. <laughs> That's how passionate I am about glass blowing. Anyway, on to, on to some other news. Um, Carrie Simmons moving into number 10. Oh, yeah, she moved in. I don't give a shit. Who cares, man? Because they're not married. Is that yeah, why? Because oh, they're not married. Apparently, it's not going to cost the taxpayer anything. But it's interesting, isn't it? The, the conversation around Boris Johnson, the fact that he just has always maintained no sort of conversation about his private life yeah it's interesting because he doesn't entertain shit no no because and then it's that question of is it public interest is it of interest to the public see that's it's interesting to the public but is it in the public interest and for people that don't study journalism basically if something's in the public interest it's like you're allowed to speak about it yeah so in the lead up to 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 the leadership election, mm. that uh, you know Emma Barnett on she, she runs a Radio Five Live show. Yeah, if you say you, you know, yeah, yeah, she's she, quite uh, outlandish. With yeah, this yeah, thing. And yeah, she's yeah. aggressive when she interviews these people, and she was she was talking about like Is she on the pledge as well. Is she that lady? I don't know. Fair but on. but she was saying how like 
people have a right to know what sort of person the possible PM is. So that that's the sort of public interest uh, okay. defense, yeah, I yeah. suppose. And apparently he's got like, so he's got, with his ex-wife, he's got three kids. Yeah. And then there's a possible fourth one that he denies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so I was he reading his about father that. In, uh, and then th- there's a there's also a, maybe a fifth one. <laughs> really? <laughs> but but, no, but, I he, saw but he doesn't. So he just keeps, he just doesn't. He keeps mum. Nah, you know? just, yeah, yeah, mum, mum, mum's the word. Mum. All right, cool. Yeah, no, I, I've got no, I've got no opinion on her going in there. I couldn't get nah, less. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna affect how he runs. In fact, I support it. <laughs> yeah, you need your lady in there. Yeah, man. Or or husband or yeah. partner. Significant other. Significant other, yes, exactly. So off that topic, onto other topics. Thousands of chickens die on UK's hottest day. It's quite a hard hitting one, <laughs> this, this one for me, man. man. So thousands of chickens died in hot conditions inside barns at an intensive poultry farm on the day the highest ever UK temperature was recorded. See, I, I think that term "intensive poultry farm." That's what I was just about to speak about. That the, the conditions weren't too good. That was a. That sounds like another term for battery farm to me. One said, "We tried to do everything, but there was nothing more we could do. <laughs> the freak weather has done this to them. Please don't turn this into anything bad. Whoa. It's been really tough carting these animals out of the farm over the past couple of days." Couple of days, fuck. So Animal many. activists don't think we care about them, but we really do. Moy Park said the heat had been very challenging and it implemented procedures to help protect our birds. Animal Equality UK charity claimed it found chicken carcasses left to rot for days and many birds with severe leg injuries at three farms. Moy Park is investigating. Sounds pretty bad, man. I mean, there's going to be some some dodgy deals going on in the to, to offload these chickens I yeah think. for sure for there's sure. gonna be an influx of chicken into the market i mean we're journalistic podcasts in a way it. you can't just say <laughs> shit like that <laughs> what do you mean there's gonna be some dodgy deals like so, Bro, I, such I, I strongly unfa- suspect <laughs> in all sorts of back such alleys around the country there's gonna be it's gonna oh be God, you sound like my chickens. dad man it's just like <laughs> definitely definitely this is going on definitely this is happening you're taking any science out of the thing that we do but like it doesn't make sense for the farm <laughs> to just throw all these chickens away yeah where were they carting them they just said carting these away exactly and a couple of days they've been there's carting be these cut things rate. there's gonna be oh. cut rate chicken around <laughs> some I mean, back alley chicken I definitely could be wrong but I'm not <laughs> all right and uh yeah so i mean that's pretty peak that's pretty peak yeah i mean obviously they're just not equipped enough like farms are just not equipped for hot weather because think about it, look how like that's a metal structure you don't think there's any air conditioning or fans in those places oh, yeah. so if it heats from the outside mm. that's just gonna get like even hotter inside almost a greenhouse effect but <laughs> you metal. said that like like I know what I'm talking about because I do. <laughs> I don't know what program it is, but you're like almost a green. <laughs> I looked into space like the camera was on <laughs> like Inspector Cluzo, bro. But the thing is, I mean, uh, like, how many farms are there that this hasn't happened to? I feel like there's exactly. surely this something that they. <laughs> My brother works on a on a milk farm. Nice. Yeah. And there's no the cows must have been hot too, man. Yeah, but they they take precautions, you know. I don't know. You spray them down with a hose or something, cool them down. Yeah, I mean, but that it's a pretty distressing image. This, you know. Yeah, it's, and it must they're be, all just plotted outside. Like, it, it must have hit them hard financially as well, if they don't offload them. So yeah, but then just under this, it said women held after anti-gay rant at Pride March. Did you see that on Twitter? Mm, yeah, peak. Was it a, a woman in sort of a um, a religious garb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. I think it's a niqab, maybe. Niqab. Yeah, I think that's what it is. The full, the full um, veil. And uh, basically, Sadiq Khan is condemned an appalling homophobic attack by a woman who held abuse at participants in a pride march last weekend. The London mayor tweeted his outrage yesterday after she was f- filmed telling marchers at Waltham 
Forest Pride in the northeast of the capital. Shame on you, you despicable people. God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> that is a classic term. I've heard that in I haven't heard that much, pubs. you know. I've heard that in a few pubs, I think. Yesterday, yeah. a woman 38 was arrested over a suspected public order offence. That's a hate crime, bro. Do you think? I don't, I don't think it's a crime. I think it's stupid. Yeah, but maybe. The thing is, I, I didn't even know that they had prides for small areas like that. I thought like you had London pride for like, like yeah, over yeah. a million. I but think, then Southampton had a pride, didn't they? They, they have a but, yeah, but pride. That's, that's like, like a Hampshire city's pride. pride. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas this is like, now what's next? You know, Acton pride? Maybe. How big? Uh, Wolfham Forest might be quite a big area, though, I suppose. Does it matter? No, I say, you know, Salute. have all the prides you want. Yeah, yeah just fucking... Do the pride. Like. I don't understand why people would get up in arms about it. But there's obviously... Well, there's certain people that just don't <laughs> agree with being yeah. gay. Well, yeah. Have you seen... And then uh, they had the Birmingham school. Yeah, well. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, with people sort of um, protesting against the teaching about uh, gay yeah. gay people. I don't know. LGBTQ... Yeah, LGBT relationships. Relationships, yeah. But see, the thing is, on one hand, I don't know if... You, you Like, should you have a right as a parent to be able to just take, like, opt out of uh, of your child learning that? No. About anything? Well, I mean, you're... No, not just that. You're in a country anything. where it's legal, and yeah. you're in a country which passed laws in order for these people... Well, for, for people who... Um, L- who come from the community of LGBTQ, where it's allowed and should be. It's a progressive society, I suppose, in a way, because other places still have laws against it. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with it, but... But it's, yeah, like, but it's, 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 it's part and so parcel of, of, of living in, in our society. So you're going to see it. Yeah. Why not be taught about it? I agree. I agree. All day long. Well, I mean, obviously, it's obvious for me, but for, for these parents, yeah, it's... Uh, but I think they taughted it, you know? I think I heard something about really? it. Yeah, don't don't quote me on that. <laughs> but I read... I certainly read something about maybe an admission to it because because of the, the drama it was it was causing. Damn. So So just through creating such a ruckus... But then uh, I was reading something which is mildly related to to this, but it's related to um, teacher-parent relationships. And now, obviously, you can just get a teacher's email address. So if a child's not doing so well on a subject, parents feel like they can email the teacher and be like, look, just let me let my child off this uh this grade or bump up wow. his grades sort of like they're doing it for the parent so like <laughs> do it for me come on do it for me and then if they don't reply teachers are probably some of the busiest people yeah working and one of the most stressful jobs due to the fact you're looking after however many different students a day say if you're doing five lessons six lessons that's 30 30 i don't know what the math is three times five 150 different students a day um plus break time and lunch time like you're surrounded by yeah people and i'm assuming this is more high school you're surrounded by people who are going through puberty they're difficult people <laughs> you know what i'm Psychos. saying <laughs> they could be lunatics <laughs> and then you've got lunatic parents emailing them being like go on give my son a black go on give <laughs> go my on. daughter you know they're not doing too well but you know they're, they're a good kid give them a name yeah. And then and they've got and then, then lessons and they've got to go home fucking and plan lessons mark and then mark oh, stuff and then still have relationships outside yeah. of this and then teachers so the parents and then they email the head teacher like oh the teacher didn't um, reply to me last night what <laughs> you can't email them at eight o'clock and expect <laughs> to reply and then it, it goes straight to the head teacher <laughs> so basically uh, what I read I think it was last week in the Times that um, they're gonna try and not give them the emails which is 100%. obvious for me I, I mean i have to the admit, fact that they have I, I would probably reach out to my son's teacher just say give me a solid here you know <laughs> the kid needs a c but uh well i mean obviously i, I wouldn't ask for a grade but i would i would probably <laughs> speak to the teacher 
No, but you speak to the teacher at the right places, like parent yeah, teacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. You chat to them. You see what they can do more. But it's like the parents are making it like harder for the teacher in a way because they're not allowing the teacher to do their job and teach and make them better. And if they if they're not putting in the effort, then they don't get the fucking grade. That's not how things work. I suppose it is sometimes in the in the working world you sort of get blies. Yeah. If you know people, you give them a bit of money. It's not how it works in education, <laughs> mate. Should be on merit, how you do your thing. Yeah, meritocracy. There you go. Amen. Okay, cool. Um, nepotism in the... Yeah, nepotism. What a word. It's a fucking great word. Um, Love Island complaints, when I read this article from The Sun, was, it was last week, I think, 1,500 uh, to Ofsted, and most about Mora's horniness. What do you she's, think about this? She's overtly sexual sexual but also wanted to have sex with curtis uh her, the person she was coupled up with um and he was like nah not tonight and she was like come on let's fuck and really? he was like nah, nah not tonight not not tonight tonight's not the night he kept on saying and then the next day she was pissed off at him because she wouldn't fuck because he wouldn't have sex with her and was saying to them i don't <laughs> he offered her a coffee in the morning and then she said to her pals i don't want a fucking coffee i want to orgasm <laughs> damn i didn't know that yeah she well, said that, i that. think if roles are reversed that would be bro if a dude was to say that comfortable if a dude was to say yeah. that on that show yeah yeah it would be peak yeah um that would be that would be suicide but i think that's the where these sphere. complaints are coming from they're coming from people like if the roles were reversed then damn do you and she also went for the kiss with Tommy when he was sort of going like he was like dipping away from it, and she kept on going in for the like kiss. He was doing the Tyson Fury head move. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, my brother taught me this one. <laughs> but do, um, do you think she is being completely genuine, or do you think she's playing up in any sort of way for the? No, no, fully genuine. I feel like when you're in there for, I feel like it takes about five or six weeks. Like, because I watched it, I feel like it takes about five or six weeks and then they f truly forget that Your the cameras are there. You, you, yeah. I feel because you've been there so long, you actually, the, the way they start behaving, things they start saying, I feel like they actually consciously, obviously they know people are watching and sometimes definitely they're, they're making decisions based on that but I feel like at times the guard drops a lot more but the first three or four weeks you s they're definitely yeah a bit more rigid yeah on the I listened to the, the Beyond Today show about it mm. even though I haven't watched it I, say, I think it's an interesting it still is yeah uh, show and uh, they were saying how like so, all of them have phones. They've got these Samsung phones. Mm. All of them say different times on them, and th they get woken up at different times every day. So, like one day they'll they'll be woken up at eight. The next day, like the the, the lights will come on, the, the curtains open at like twelve, and it's just like like their 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 body clocks must be so so fucked. What? And like like obviously the you see you see on their phones all they can talk to is like the producers and each other. Okay. So they're, they're just completely yeah, like, yeah. in their own little microcosm of mm. a society. So it's sort of, it makes sense that, that after a while, they're completely yeah. uh, just sort of in their, in their own little bubble and their yeah. gen genuine personalities that phrase, come out. That phrase is used a lot, bubble. Bubble, when they're in the bubble. Really? And when they start nearing, well, from the contestants, and then they start nearing coming outside and they're like right now we're in this bubble and i, I want to see how it'll work on the outside it's interesting but i think i think and then i read an article that said uh it it it, it galvanizes people's sort of imaginations or young people's imaginations because it's like a microcosm of how society works for younger people like that's what people are interested in relationships like yeah and I suppose it rings true. It's my, on a baser level, it does. It rings true with everybody, like relationships and dramas. And I feel it's like sh um, it's shit you can just talk about at the pub. Like if you're at the pub with your pals and you start talking about somebody's relationship, yeah, you're automatically interested. Yeah, but it's it not something it you'll doesn't pass. replicate real life. No, it doesn't replicate real life. Though. But I mean, in certain ways, it does. 
But it's just like the the whole format is so yeah, it's so far from reality. It's interesting for young people to watch because that, that's what they care about relationships. I suppose when you're at high school, yeah, I mean it is pretty much all anyone talks about. What well, you like, her, bro? <laughs> oh, you like her, bro? I swear down, bro. You like him, bro. You like him. And the Lord. The Lord, yeah. Yeah, we talked about the Lord. That's jokes to me. Um, And then just another thing quickly I read is that Love Island's being commissioned in other countries, but it's sort of obviously being different countries, there's like different ways of how people do things, you know. So in like Finland, they're saying they're more reticent and more sort of held together and a bit more embarrassed about chatting to people. So it's not working as a platform as well. But in Germany, uh, somebody was saying nudity is just not as big an issue in Germany or Denmark. So people are just out there. But is it, do they still have the same, do you know if they still have the same sort of like watershed laws? Well, it's after the watershed, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's after the watershed. Yeah, nine till ten. So it's after that time. But yeah, I mean. Do do they show nudity? Not in, I think they have previously, but they're not now. They're not now. They're making it a lot more PG, they're saying. And uh, one contestant from the English one said that, um, that they're looking for people that won't have, that, categorically say at the start that they won't have sex in the island in the villa and things like that I thought sex sells yeah sex does sell but they're trying to sell a different image they're trying to they're trying to focus more on the love now than the sex so yeah as i said to you earlier like the guy who sells it around the world for itv is saying we've gone from reality tv and trying to be a social experiment whereas big brother went from social experiment to reality television i wonder if they've uh, done a version of it in like Saudi Arabia or something like that. No, Probably I mean not. I but highly doubt that. Sort of a country. I mean, I highly doubt it, Joe. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably not. But um, they've also that they've also said they're going to do two a year. Yes, and this is they're I predict to cash in with, with all my reality TV knowledge. This <laughs> is the start of the end. Yeah, yeah. This is them. As they say, making hay while the sun shines. Oh, I like it, man. And they're just cashing in while while there's a lot of hope. Because it's, it's been on for a while, but but it blew up maybe in the last two or three years. Yeah, yeah. So it's really, I think this is the fifth season, but I only watched, I only knew about it last year and the year before. Yeah, apparently. No, yeah. last year and this this year. Oh, is that you? That was the first one you watched last year. Last year, yeah. Just because my girlfriend watches it, mm. so I started watching it. That's it. That is the only reason because I used to cuss it. Don't you also have uh, one of the branded water bottles? <laughs> You're an idiot. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely With do not. Gel <laughs> yeah, given to me by you, bro. <laughs> from when you bought it last year, you dickhead. <laughs> All right, quickly, before before we get to um, uh, kind of more serious Lewis things. Hamilton had a cold this weekend and said this. Uh, it's definitely been one of the worst weekends that I can remember having, but um, <laughs> but these weekends are sent to try you. And what I can say is just like health is, is everything, you know, and not, I felt, I, I could just, just this weekend, I could just feel for all the people who are sick, sickly and <laughs> in hospitals or going through difficult times. I I felt even more for them this weekend, just knowing how, how horrible it does feel when you're ill <laughs> and, um, and obviously probably my illness is, is, is minuscule compared to a lot of people's <clears throat> but it felt like it felt like the world was ending for me for a lot of the time so wow you know, I have a lot of um, sympathy for them and but otherwise it's really hard to when you do have that to perform at a great level and he you told oh me he had God. a common cold this guy had the sniffles bro this guy had a common cold bro <laughs> this is how far in a bubble this human has been for his whole life for him to turn around and say i really feel for those <laughs> for those people in hospital <laughs> <laughs> around the world i get it now <laughs> he said didn't he say at one point like it was like my life was gonna end yeah, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. That is man flu to the <laughs> yeah, degree. That is, yeah, that, that is like a fucking snapshot of what, <laughs> what men can say. the gold standard of man flu. Right? That like, is the highest <laughs> of high. <laughs> fucking hell, bro. I, I, I have suffered with the man flu before. 
Oh my and god, I, yeah, so have I, but that is just like that is like a, yeah. a snapshot of how bad we can get as men. But he's just on an extra level of it though. Because he must just, he must have like a team of of people there. It's like, oh, are you right, Lewis? Lewis, come you know, on, guy. There's a bunch of yes men. Come on. <laughs> Do you want some old soil in a tissue? <laughs> you know? Do you want some ACV? <laughs> the Uncle Joe's self to be the week. <laughs> just find it. Oh, that would that would sort him right out. I reckon it would shot of ACV to the to the main vein. Yeah. <laughs> But still, by all accounts, a, a good uh, driving man. I mean, on, yeah, he's the best. Say. He's the best. I mean, there's is no he? way around it. He's fucking so good. He is so good. He just he manages to pull it out of bag week win? in, week out. No, no, no. He came like 11th. So <laughs> then he started comparing himself to some invalid in hospitals. On another, another quick headline, um, 15-year-old boy from Essex won just under a million pounds for playing Fortnite in New York at the eSports Fortnite Championships. Uh, 15 years old nearly a millionaire from playing video games and he'll probably get like uh, brand deals bare sponsorship yeah. And so he'll, he'll, yeah, he'll get a million easy 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 well, I wonder if it's tax free or if he's got because if he's got to pay the tax man that's not I mean the, <laughs> they'll they'll take a nice chunk of change off him man you know <laughs> who cares yeah no but his life's set now that kid if he doesn't find drugs yeah. and drink, and if stuff. he doesn't go Macaulay child Culkin. celebrity, I was I was gonna say Macaulay, but yeah, man, I hope not. Hope I, I hope he goes film. more the the Kylie Jenner route. You know? Yeah, self-made billionaire, they say. Links up with Travis Scott. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you want this guy to? <laughs> I don't know if he wants to. I'm open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Also, in the other news, you see that Alex from Glasgow's made a song. No. Oh my God. Yeah, Alex from Glasgow. <laughs> Yeah. I heard he's got he's got an MTV crew following him around Sick. making a show yeah no but he's got a track <laughs> it's awful is it oh, some some rapper was like this is what you did <laughs> and then put the video up and I was like oh god <laughs> although as uh, the same way Love Island are doing I see what he's doing yeah, make that money it, make that piece real <laughs> fast and he's got put like it in a an boot. ISA <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah 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 no yeah <laughs> A no fee ISA or whatever they call it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about these things. <laughs> well, I don't know what it is, but I know that for a while you can't like access the money. Yeah, exactly. Which is good. It's a good thing. Yeah, he should do that. Yeah, Alex from Dasto, financial advisor. He might be one of our uh, six listeners. So <laughs> definitely, I can see him sat on that. So <laughs> chatting to us. Oh, that could be good. Alex oh. from Dasto. <laughs> is that part of the song? I think so. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, onto sort of other things. I watched a video on Twitter the other day. I'll read the first paragraph of this article. In its response to Donald Trump's racist attack on Congressman Elijah Cummings, the editorial board of the Baltimore Sun said it would not sink the name-calling in the Trumpian manner. But it did enumerate some of the president's failings in office and liken him to a creature, he said, infested Cummings' congressional district, a rat. Yeah. But it says racist in sort of speech because in the in quotations because it's possibly not. But he doesn't mention race. But he doesn't mention race. But what what this Victor Blackwell uh, said in the long version of this video that only when he uses the word infested is it about a congressman or a place where a congressman or woman is a person of color um, and and runs that. Baltimore is heavily. African American, yeah, and uh, it's the setting for The Wire. Oh yeah, which is an amazing television program, which I've only seen the first season of. I'll get that one. I'll get that. I'll get that. When I first saw this, I I don't know. I was. I'll just go from the start. I'll go from the start. Member of Congress on Twitter. This time it's House Oversight Committee Chairman Elijah Cummings. He wrote this. Cummings District is a disgusting, rat and rodent infested mess. If he spent more time in Baltimore, maybe he could help clean up this very dangerous and filthy place. No human being would want to live there. The president says about Congressman Cummings District. He's getting choked up. He ruffled his papers. That no human would want to live there. You know who did, Mr. President? I did. From the day I was brought home from the hospital to the day I left for college. And a lot of people I care about still do. 
There are challenges, no doubt. But people are proud of their community. I don't want to sound self-righteous, but people get up and go to work there. They care for their families there. They love their children who pledge allegiance to the flag, just like people who live in districts of congressmen who support you, sir. They are Americans, too. We'll be right back. He makes a good point. That delivered well. Yeah, definitely well articulated. I, and I the composure how, whilst you have yeah. the tears. Yeah. Um, and he makes a good point that the president shouldn't, shouldn't refer to areas of the country as... No, but that's why it's seen as a, a presidential election ploy. Yeah. Because he's targeting areas and then with uh, hatred and whatever for other areas to sort of be like, we're playing, we're ours is better, let's vote for him. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> In a bad way, that's sort of what people are saying, like, because uh, it's a election campaign ploy to sort of start. And also, it, it's, a, it, hate, it's, it's hate been, them. I think I saw it, it's, it's been run by the Democrats for over 50 years. So, you know, if he if he points out that it's not doing well... Yeah. But maybe he's implying, you know, if the Republicans get in, we can yeah. save it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's similar to that conservative sort of sorting out the working class. We're, we're good with money. Let it vote for us. We'll sort out the country. Mm. See, I didn't know about that. I thought Labour was just for working class people. But now, now I've got an understanding that working class people will actually vote for the Conservatives because yeah. they look like they're bound to do a better job with money. But. Yeah, because of the the scourge of socialism. Exactly. And exactly. They don't want to see their money given away. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It makes <laughs> no sense deep. to me. It makes no <laughs> sense to me. But um, yeah. So he he's at it again. Basically, he's at it again. Um, old Trump. DJT. Just trying to trying to trying to get those votes. Really, I think the the president is saying some outlandish things about his own country. As well, yeah. which is just m- maddening to me. Really, it's like it's not helpful at all. But it's all a game. It's all DJT, a game. one thing about him, he knows how to play the game. That's for sure. As gross as it is. So onto onto your onto your. This is a what are we on? We're on fifty, which you know <laughs> it's normal for us. I'm, I'm wielding a. I don't know. We've got to take something out at yeah, the I'm start as well. I'm more willing to. Edit now. Before I thought it was cool if we if we just do one take, send it up. No. But yeah, man, we've got to get proactive. So yeah, I I was on the way home from a from a party on Sunday morning. I grabbed a copy of the t- uh, the Sunday Times. How was the party actually? Uh, it was good. <laughs> it was good, man. It was a barbecue, but obviously the one day that I've I've been invited to a barbecue. It rained all day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it managed to clear up um, and we eventually got some barbecuing done. But I had bought, I bought chicken wings that were already cooked because I thought there was going to be no barbecue. <laughs> so Who turned up? Was Matt there and Henry and stuff? No, no, they weren't there. Oh, okay. it, it was the rest of the Brighton people. Okay. But Matt's grinding oh, he's on working. the food truck. Oh, know. he's doing all years. Lord knows what Henry's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I get the occasional update, but fair enough. I mind my business. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, so in the because what I've been doing is I've been buying the Sunday Times and I just go straight for the magazines. Yeah, they've yeah. always got that, some. You've s- taken after me. I used to do that. Yeah, and you used yeah. to look at the paper and you'd be like, "You scumbag." <laughs> yeah, but definitely the magazines are where it's at for sure, man. No, but they have the most comprehensive or the best like looking. Magazines, because yeah. I bought the Observer and I bought the Telegraph. Mm. On, well, not bought. I got them at uni. <laughs> I just don't like the way the magazines are laid out. As soon as you go to the Times, you're like, "This is how yeah, it should this be." Is it. This yeah. is definitely good, good magazine journalism, I think. Anyway, yeah. and then uh, so the they they had sort of I think it was about a five page feature mm. in the STM, as we call it, Sunday Times <laughs> magazine. <laughs> It was about uh, knife crime in Glasgow and how how they tackled it, which I've heard I've heard people call for refer to it, yeah, yeah, refer to it and for say sure. that's that, that's sort of a blueprint. I had that thought when you mentioned it yeah. to me that this probably got commissioned when people were talking about mm. it. Carla mentioned it, 
yeah, you mentioned yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I think from then, this journalist, well, I don't know, but it seems like the timeline makes sense to that. He would have seen it and then done a comparison. Where did you see him reference it? Was it on Beyond Today? Who, Akala? Yeah. Was it on one of these? Uh, yeah, oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe Twitter. It oh, no, think, but it was I in response it to Pierce Morgan. It was oh, in response okay. to Pierce Morgan, so. Good. I bet they go on well. They do, man. <laughs> they do, they do. But yeah, uh, and because I, I didn't actually know how how they tackled it, neither did I. And it it highlighted it in this article with some gruesome pictures. Yeah, yeah, I saw pictures them. of people's like. I looked at the pictures. Fingers carved. Did really you? <laughs> it was super long though. To <laughs> but um, so what they did, they they, they set up a, a violence reduction unit. Okay. The VRU. And what what these geniuses did, they bought all of the, all of the gang members not not all at once but sort of in in large sample sizes so over a hundred were bought the first time into glasgow sheriff court sheriff court yeah they've got different different court system up there sheriff. sounds better though. sounds <laughs> sick doesn't it <laughs> the fucking sheriff man <laughs> <laughs> and uh so th- they bought all, all all these gang members in yeah along with uh counselors social workers criminologists surgeons mothers of of gang members who have fallen or been wounded yeah uh and immediately they 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 went at them yeah the chief constable was telling them uh all right from now on there's no games we're cracking down we're bringing in sort of joint enterprise sort of thing where where if you're caught with someone who has a knife you know everyone's getting done yeah and then and then they started flashing up on screens all around the court evidence cctv hmm. uh, f- like surveillance photographs and sort of detailed maps of where the gang territories oh. uh, lie yeah they all seem to be centered around this estate called easter 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 house what is this in glasgow i think glasgow glasgow and um and then <laughs> apparently the gang members weren't actually that phased by this they were just there like looking at each other like and then uh and then <laughs> That they went for like a, a sort of sympathy vote sort of thing where, where they talk about how small children who need vital surgeries uh, are being made to wait because of because uh, of all these all these youths that come in with life threatening <coughs> knife injuries mm-hmm. and then they pulled out the big guns with this uh, a, a mother of a, of a of a child who got slashed up with machetes this 13 year old kid mm. and then the gang members started taking note and then they they gave him the the carrot in okay. terms of the carrot and stick approach yeah <laughs> and uh they said that, you know if you if you sign these forms to say yeah. uh, th- that you're no longer engage in this activity we'll immediately give you help we'll, within 48 hours with housing substance abuse wh- whatever sort of the issues are that you're facing and then apparently uh that worked th- this method and the stats back it up so within two years of this meeting, gang fighting had dropped by 73%. Uh, weapon possession incidents, uh, as people being caught with you know, knives or yeah. pipes or whatever, uh, dropped by 85%. Insane. Within two years of that, of that meeting. Uh, and yeah, like no, it, it's sort of pioneering. But as I said, it was like, what did we say? It was like a treaty. Yeah. It's like, so instead of instead of just nicking individuals and sort of calling for an outcry and things should be done to individuals like they're doing in London at the moment, people are getting long criminal sentences and they're treating it, they say gangs, but they're not treating them with, I suppose, the, I don't know, the, they're not acknowledging them as a whole and approaching them as a whole, well, I don't think so. I don't know what they're doing, to be quite honest, but it doesn't seem so in the news. You sort of hear of individuals getting yeah. done. They're not approaching it in this way where it was like, as you say, like 100 people were in, yeah. this, in this county court. And that, that was only one of them, that, but that, they, did, they did many more. But then, it, it, for me, it then sort of highlights a more of a respectful way of yeah. treating those people as adults or humans yeah, instead humans, of uh, people who came from from a uh, uh, bad but pretty, yeah. pretty bad backgrounds yeah acknowledging that, that, that there was a quote in it where it said uh 
like it, you, you have to go to the root so and but because mm. what, what they what they they made a conscious decision to look at it as sort of a public health issue rather than a crime issue yeah and they they said uh if a, if a village mm-hmm. is infected with cholera which is like it's like a water is a it's a disease you get from dirty water mm-hmm. you drain the well you get rid of the water yeah that's the that's the stem yeah 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 and then it's the same thing where they they tried to go to the root of what was causing it and try and solve that issue it's the same as day car isn't it with the the rotten apple you got to take all the apples out of the basket yeah <laughs> you remember that don't you that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so what they what they what they did mm. is that they made they made sort of a checklist of what they call ACEs, which is adverse childhood experiences. Okay. So it's stuff like uh, a, parent, uh, a parent with drug or alcohol addiction. Yeah. Uh, divorce, uh, sort of like your parents being divorced, a parent being in prison, domestic abuse, sexual abuse, these sorts of things. It's true. Uh, apparently, apparently if, so if one person has four or more of these yeah. while they're growing up, they're about seven times more likely to be involved to, to join a gang because it's like a... Because what what they were mm, saying mm, is, mm, mm, mm. to like, what they found was that gangs are it's like a surrogate family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rather than because uh, and and that's why it didn't make sense to look at them like sort of organized crime, like a like the mafia. Yeah, because it's not it's not really like sort For of a, money. A, a business. Uh, no business. It's not up. organized. It's yeah. not in any way for any gain of yourself. Exactly. It's more of a a sense of belonging, a place to go, yeah. people to rely on emotionally. I, even in a yeah. weird way, you're being used by everybody yeah. there for your own selfish gains, which is a sense of belonging, a sense yeah. of power, a sense of control. You're you're in somewhere where you feel like you belong. That's the truth of the matter. People on the streets here are running from the police because yeah. they're not they're not in any way trying to help them either. You know, the the enemy. They're completely the enemy. There's the ops. No, yeah, the ops. <laughs> what is the ops? The opposition. I assume so. I thought you'd know. <laughs> I w- yeah, yeah. I the ops, know. I makes think sense. I was, yeah, the opposition. But, uh, but um, and then so yeah, so the 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 question mm. as to whether that could be implemented here. <laughs> yeah, the long and short. The long and short of it. <laughs> this outcome is not looking good. <laughs> 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 because, but no, but I mean. Classic. Credit England. where credit's due. Bojo, uh, w- when he was mayor, uh, asked asked them for assistance. Sadiq Sadiq has gone up, okay, and and sort of checked what they're doing. Uh, Theresa May also, and th- they have set up a a VRU, a violence reduction unit in City Hall. Okay, but what happened was this. Uh, so Scotland got a devolved government, mm-hmm. uh, early two thousands, which means that they could sort of make. Oh yeah, they can make they their, have their own, own parliament, and they can make uh, decisions uh, autonomously yeah. without the yeah. sort of say so of parliament. And Scotland has a population of six, six million, million you six said. million, and uh, uh, England is fifty-five million. Yeah, but I think you're. I think to say that stat it, it, for me, when you said it earlier, was like, well, I mean, surely you're going to focus on Birmingham, Manchester. Yeah, but it's not, it's not only like so. Do you get what I'm saying? Though? N- Nottingham has a crazy amount of stabbings. Okay, Nottingham, Sheffield, and, and probably as well. Yeah, yeah, just like it's it's not just it's not just main cities. But but well, they are. I feel like, like the the stars aligned in, in terms like just for uh just for for Glasgow at that time because okay Scotland got that devolved power and and at the, the SNP got in. And they were like, "All right, th- this is this is a priority. People are dying left, right, and centre." Mm. And while and there was an interesting uh, comparison made. This is why I said we'll talk about George Osborne later. Okay. So, r- right at the time when when Scotland were investing all this money and resources into into the youth, yeah, and trying to stop uh, this happening, yeah. At the same time, we in this country we were going through austerity, yeah, with youth clubs being shut down all over. And uh, and then uh, I've heard a lot of people say that uh, this is a direct link. Yeah, yeah. To to now, you know, the youths having having nowhere to go and and ending up on the roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, bleak. <laughs> it's a bleak picture that's being painted, isn't it? Because it's like there's just no care. I think I feel yeah. like as much as these people would, like have trouble at home, then it's like the government doesn't care. Why the fuck should they care? 
And then, really, it's just... It, be, it gives them a sense of purpose, this shit. It's constantly on their mind, like, oh, I'm going to get this, bro. I'm going to get that, bro. Yeah. It's fuck, it gives them purpose. It gives them something to do. I haven't looked at it like that. You know? Like, otherwise, otherwise, yeah, otherwise they're fucking, I, well, I'm assuming that it's like self-derogatory jibes in your own head. It's like, oh, fuck, I'm not worth this. Mum doesn't like me. Dad doesn't like, do you know what I mean? Like, so it's a complete distraction from it all. And really, they don't give a shit if they get stabbed or not. So if they, if they're shown some compassion or care or like this, being treated like fucking human beings as like a, a collective of people and saying, look, this is what we'll give you. If if you stop like a bargaining tool, because it is a war basically, that's how they see it. So if yeah. you come to them with a parlay, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> then then I'm sure something would be worth. Uh, you you can't say that it would be the the end of it, but I mean I feel like treating it more maturely would be a better fucking yeah. result. De- definitely more of a public health approach than uh, for sure than, than a, a criminal, criminal criminalization approach. That, yeah, that's the right obviously not working. Yeah. And on that very happy note. Yeah, we got no Charlie Sloth news this week. He sort of Charlie Sloth. Uh, he's not. He's not doing anything outlandish he's us anymore. Down, really, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, no, yeah, because it all started this Charlie Sloth <laughs> obsession yeah. when he ran on stage at some sort of award <laughs> ceremony. Yeah. That I think it was the Ivan Novellas. Yeah. It was it. It was the novellas, and uh, he said to Edith Bowman or something. <laughs> he just started cursing her. <laughs> Fuck this! I was like, yes, Charlie. And he was just leaving BBC. It was a proper yeah, oh power yeah. move, <laughs> a pussy move, really. It was like a, it was. It's like, it's like, it's like I'm going anyway, guys. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm going to LA. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Rick Flair, bitch. But yeah, he must. He was on the liquor that night. So my advice to Charlie would be. <laughs> Get on the liquor and <laughs> do some interesting Go shit. On, drink the heady, man. Get the heady <laughs> on the rocks. <laughs> on that note, yeah. I, I, it's been fun. It's been, it's been, it's fun. been a good one. It's been an hour five. That's good, man. But it's yeah. Snazzy, you know. Contradiction. Well, a contrast from last week. It's raining outside. We were sweating fucking buckets. I'm still week. sweating. But this is what <laughs> no one needs to know that. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Thank you for listening. 